Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week, we're going to continue answering a listener question. We're going to continue that journey, that listener question journey we started. We're going to do that, but we're going to extrapolate on it. That's a word, right? Um, <laughs> I think you meant a different word, but yeah. No, I think that's the word I meant. I, I don't have my dictionary. <laughs> I have a thesaurus, but I don't have a dictionary. Anyway, extrapolate, uh, expand. And we're just going to, we're going to run with it and see what happens. That's what's happening today. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right, Veronica. So question. The, the question, question is what's your favorite gem herb and object on your altar or when you're doing a spell, the one that you use daily or often. Nice. So I was thinking what we could do is talk about each of these in turn. Um, and maybe talk a little bit about other gem, like other gems and herbs and uh, objects that we have maybe played with, flirted with, built relationships with over the years. And then if we default to one. Nice. That, that sounds great. Is that good? Yeah. 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 All right. So now you've all heard our planning session. You know what we're <laughs> going to do. Are you ready? Well, yeah. Hopefully we'll stick with that structure. We'll see about that. <laughs> we will. We try. We do try, but we're tired today. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So B, what's your favorite gem or stone? Uh, um, I, you know, I always go to rose quartz, like yeah. rose, rose quartz has always been kind of my fallback stone. I'm like, Oh, I, I need to, I need to hold a stone right now, or I need, I need a, a rock or, you know, something. And usually I grab it. Like if I'm doing you know, a divination pole or something like a small little thing I do in the morning, like I'll grab a rock or a stone, you know? Um, and it's you like, if I don't know what I want, I always grab rose quartz. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean to you? Um, well, rose quartz always feels heart oriented mm -hmm. and yeah, so that's a big thing. I have associations you know, a lot of associations with, um, loved ones with rose quartz. Like I've been given a rose quartz and yeah, I have like several rose quartz with me right now. I was like, uh, when I, we were talking about the subject and I was like, I'm going to go get all my stones. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It makes sense that rose quartz is, I have more rose quartz than any other. That's for Do sure. You? Yeah. And it's not like I've only purchased one. The other ones have come to me. So are they all different shapes? Yep. And sizes. Do you have rough and polished? Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, I'm psychic. Like Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? No. Yeah. It feels like, you know, quartz has that, you know, clear, it feels, it helps to clarify and clear mm -hmm. and it, but also the rose is just like that beautiful, um, heart, heart opening feeling. So it's like, ah, oh, it feels like coming home to me. Nice. How about you? Mine is a clear quartz. That is yeah. my favorite. I have tons of clear quartz. Um, 
and like uh, smoky quartz also. I think I have, I have mostly clear quartz, but I feel very drawn to both of them. And um, I, I know at one point I had ordered some Tibetan quartz that came and it was all different. Like there was half of it was dark and half of it was clear. Whoa. And uh, they were all different shapes. You know, they had grown in different shapes and sizes. And I love having a dark quartz and a light quartz, one in each pocket. It feels like I'm just balancing all my crap out. Nice. nice. <laughs> I'm going to move through the day and find some balance here. And this quartz is going to help me out. We're going for a ride. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just like having a stone helps ground you. I mean, that's what it feels mm -hmm. like to me. Like if I know I'm going to have a, a hard conversation, um, I'd like to have a stone in my hand or in my pocket that I can just rub, yes. you know, when I'm just like, okay, I need to ca keep calm and grounded right now. Um, yes. Yeah. So quartz is great for that. I agree. Well, it's also an yeah. amplifier. So, you know, if you're trying to, for me, like when I'm trying to get my words out, or if I'm trying to push my, like build my energy, I say push my energy, but not like pushing it onto anybody, but like make it bigger so that I can take mm. up a little more space or, um, or be more on quote unquote quartz definitely feels like my ally in all of that. Nice. Yeah. I know I took some, um, some like workshops, shamanic workshops. And they talked about using quartz as the thing that you, if you're removing negative energy or even entities from people that mm -hmm. you, you move them into the quartz and it's the channel to remove that energy out. Nice. So that's cool. Do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to make sure you're clear of that right. crystal for sure. Well, and some people, I've heard some people who work with crystals say, well, quartz just clears itself. Now you listeners may have a different opinion on that. Um, you know, there's a lot of opinions out there about what clears, what doesn't, what transmits, what negates, like all of that around stones. Uh, it, it can get, you can read two, some, you could read two different books that have an article about the same stone and have totally different properties. Uh -huh. That's real that's out there. Um, and you know, with the internet, there's just so much information. It's really good to check your sources. Yeah. And like, go with what you're drawn to too, you yes. know, like, because they're so energetic, it's like what feels good right now. And I'll do that. Like I'll have like a whole row or I usually keep a lot of stones on my altar and like, what, you know, what do I need right now for this reading or what do I, I just, you know, scan my hand over. Oh, and I want this, you know? Yeah. I just happen to keep stones everywhere, like sitting right here, just <laughs> in what I can see. I have shungite, amethyst, citrine, quartz, like clear quartz, um, amazonite, green opal, sardonyx. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm not kidding, dude. I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have some shungite tumbles and some rainbow obsidian. And uh, I have a bunch of citrine towers and some selenite. Oh, and I check this out. You all can't see this, but I have to Veronica because <laughs> I just got it. Oh, it's a massive amethyst. Amethyst was going to be one of my topics because that is that's my secondary stone for sure. Great. So let's talk about that. Amethyst, your secondary stone. Go. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> 
this for me has always felt very healing. It feels like a healing stone. Mm-hmm. Um, whether the books say that or not, I don't know. Cause so I just want to preface this as I'm not a, like, I know there's a lot of witches that are like super into stones and they know like, Oh, this is for All this and things. that is for that. And like, I, I mean, I even personally know some of them, like oh, you're amazing. Like <laughs> <laughs> I am not that person. Okay. I'll be like, Oh, maybe I need some of this and, and I'll see this and Oh, I like that. You know, I'm, I'm more of like, a feeler like I more feel it out so amethyst may or may not technically in the books be a healing stone but it has always felt healing for me I concur um, with that analysis and yeah. I also do not know what the books say but I will tell you the amethyst definitely feels like a healer yeah so mm-hmm. I, I guess you can kind of like get get the gist of me with the healing and the heart space and I feel like it, you know just with stones, it, they always feel like I need healing. Like I go to stones for healing mostly or grounding, um, and some, and clearing too, but healing is a big, as a big, you know, go-to for me. And this actual piece that I had, I included in a healing pouch. Um, and I did a whole ritual about, you know, letting go and, and then this stone came forth and it's, it's like, it's an amazing, amazing stone amethyst. It's That's just a honking be- piece. Yeah. Not like yours, but yeah. Well, no, <laughs> yours is more like you can put it in your hand. Mine is yes. like, you can put it in your hand, but you might need your other one to help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I have small amethyst too, you know? Yes. That yes, it's like, it, and, and so many of these comes in, come in different shapes and sizes. I know I feel differently with the vibration of a stone when it's cut slightly differently. Yes. Probably because of the way that I tend to it, the way I hold it, the way, you know, I carry it. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of amethyst? I think amethyst is pretty high on my list as far as a stone that I have sort of everywhere. Like that's another mm-hmm. one I have a lot of um, in different shapes and sizes. But, uh, the, I think that my second, really second go-to is Jasper. Really? Yeah. I don't, I do not know why, but I keep getting drawn to all the different kinds of Jasper. And, uh, it started with this ring that I bought second. It was from an estate at this crystal shop. They had like a state jewelry. And I saw this ring and I was like, I need that ring because it looks like the grand Canyon, even though I'd never been to the grand Canyon. (laughs) And when I bought it, I've worn it ever since. And it's probably been, I don't know, seven years or something that I just don't ever take it off. Um, and since then I have like bought other Jasper, not knowing it was Jasper, just like being really drawn to it. And then discovering after the fact that that's what it was. So I, there's something about that stone that just in all, and there's a lot of kinds of Jasper, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot. So, but there's something about it. And I think this may be inaccurate. So if you are a crystal person, you can be like, shame on you, Emily. And that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> I think Jasper is a sedimentary stone. And because of that, it press, you know, sedimentary stones are formed through the pressing together. Yeah. Yeah, The pressure and the pressing together of different things, different, um, minerals, whatever. So when it all comes together, it creates different patterns. And I think that's what really draws me to it is all the different patterns that you can find. Cool. Yeah. I literally have no Jasper and I'm like, 
Wow. Yeah. But I know Jasper, what it feels like to me, it feels super earthy. Like yes. it makes sense to me because like I, I, you know, I was born and raised in Phoenix and we went to Sedona a lot mm-hmm. and it like that feeling that I get in Sedona that when you said Jasper, I was like, oh yeah, Sedona, um, it's oh. super earthy. And I feel like, oh yeah, the red rocks and the, uh, like, uh-huh. that's like, I, I assume I automatically go to red Jasper, you know, when uh-huh. I hear Jasper, but yeah, but that's what that feels like to me. It's like very earthy. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah. like amethyst feels like it has a higher vibration. Oh yeah. Way higher. Yeah, It's yeah. much more yep. like, like the frequency is like more ethereal and yes. Jasper is definitely more rooted. Yes. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting what we're drawn to. Yeah. It's there's, there's some cool freaking stones out there. Let me tell you. I, you know, another one that I really love is lapis. Oh yeah. I love lapis too. Like it feels what's interesting about lapis is it, um, you know, we had an episode and we talked, I try to remember how we went into my love for Egypt, but there was an episode and I talked about my love for Egypt. That's right. And <laughs> I think it was the past life episode. Was it the past it, life episode? It must have been. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there is a connection I have of Egypt and Jasper and there's this feeling of richness and like this, just like, like, I don't know, there's something about Jasper or excuse me, Lapis that really <laughs> not Jasper, lapis, not Jasper. <laughs> that really feels rich to me. Yes, it does. It does. It, um, it's funny. I can taste it. So I, I have a lot of, uh, experience in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're weird. Like, no, I know. <laughs> I know I'm super weird, but like, if I'm pulling cards, I get this tingle behind my teeth when I know that it's the right card to pull. And when I think about lapis as a stone, it feels cold in my mouth. I don't, I like, it feels heavy and cold yeah. and very watery. Oh, totally. Yep. Um, yep. so that's weird. Yep. Well, well, I see like, I don't know, for me, it feels like a third eye kind of stone. And so when you said watery, that makes sense to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then Egypt, the Nile, there's a lot of water, like the, you know, the Egyptians, you know, really honored the waters. Yeah. So here's a fat sidebar that has nothing to do with gems, but I have to tell you, Veronica, and I'm going to tell all our listeners too. Last night, my husband and I tuned into this episode of I think it's called expedition something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's expedition unknown maybe with Josh Gates. And he was in an Egyptian tomb uncovering bodies and all of the (laughs) incredible like art that is on Egyptian tomb walls that tell these entire stories, these autobiographies of people's lives. Anyway, Veronica, I thought of you. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> and so if anybody else out there is really into Egypt and wants to see some really cool shit get discovered, you should check out that episode. <laughs> okay. That's my plug for a show that I, I've never seen before until last night, but <laughs> awesome. Now I have to see that you do. It's on discovery. Uh, yeah, you should definitely see that, but back to stones lapis. Yes. Egypt. Yes, exactly. Water third eye. I mean, yep. This is how, you know, we talk about being drawn to certain stones. So like this is in my, 
my Egypt phase or when I first found my love for Egypt or it found me, I should say, um, I was drawn to lapis. Like there was a connection there. So I have, I actually have a, I don't know what they call it. Is it a palm or it's where you rub it with, does it have the divot in it? Yes. It's a worry stone. Yes. That's, it's like a worry stone. Yeah. So, um, anyways, that's the one that I have. And I actually had an amazing piece of lapis that I actually gave to a a woman that I never met before. Um, it was really just randomly. Cause I, it was, I don't know. I was going to her birthday party. Someone invited me and I was like, Oh, well, it's a birthday. I have to give her a gift and they're, Oh, don't bother. And then all of a sudden I like, God, I needed to give her my favorite piece of lapis. (gasps) Seriously. How did that land for you? Uh, I just gave it to her, but like, how do you feel about that now? Oh, now I'm fine with it. But like, I did, I definitely went through a withdrawal afterwards. I was like, I don't even know this woman. And then of course I started hearing things about her afterwards that like, she wasn't that great. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, I gave her my favorite piece of lapis. I can't even believe that. And I've like never found the same, you know, of course. Maybe she really no- needed it though. Maybe that I was think she must she have needed. Yeah. I think she must have needed it. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a good thing that I followed my inner guide, I guess, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Are there more? Yeah. I'm just looking around here. Uh, another one that just, I'm looking at, but actually a lot of people have given this to me is selenite. Yeah. So that's a really popular one for clearing. Yes. Yes. Um, I have one right here. That's just like, they call them ice cubes. Yes. Yeah. And they make them in wands and I have, I have lots of shards and wands and I I have a candle. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the candle holder. Yep. Not an actual candle. Not the actual candle. Yeah. No, the holder. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's very cool. I don't know. It's actually, that one's really funny because I have association to Superman's um... <laughs> kryptonite. No, it's his ice castle that he like lives in. Oh. You know that it like, that's what this looks like. It looks like what, or I should say they created that from this. That's what it seems like. <laughs> Likely. Yeah. It's otherworldly in other words. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. That's funny. <laughs> All the associations we have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have this uh, record keeper ruby, which is a piece of ruby that I guess they grow in this like hexagon. Is that how many points it has? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Right. Hexagon is six. I think I never took geometry people. <laughs> I never took it. I have a master's degree and I never took geometry in high school. <laughs> I missed that year. Uh, I was doing something else, hanging out with my friends, not at school, uh, <laughs> but this record keeper Ruby, uh, it, it has a trippy vibration. And when I first got it, I saw it and I was like, I need that. And then I got it. And then I kept holding it and I, it made me feel super out of balance. So I had to put something in my other hand. And I think probably because, uh, it's pink ish, it's like pink, red, that Ruby, that raw Ruby color. Um, I did Sapphire and I put Sapphire in my other hand and they felt like they really balanced each other out, but it was really the only way I could work with this for a while was to have something in the other hand because the energy of it feels really powerful to me. 
That's interesting. I don't think I've ever used like stones in combination with each other like that. Oh, really? Before. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're blowing you my should, mind right now. And you I have to try yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I wonder, well, actually, I have a whole pile of them right next to me and I'm like, oh, okay. My tiger's eye is like right next to lapis. And I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, that doesn't feel right. No, so you doesn't. have to find what feels right. Like what happens yeah, if exactly. you put them in separate hands and how like that yeah. doesn't feel right to me. I feel like I need serpentine to balance out. Okay. This is a whole exercise that we need to do in our, uh, our group, our, by our the way. Circle. Yeah. <laughs> in our coven, we need to do this because this is amazing. Thank you, right. Emily. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No problem. That was, this is how we do magic friends. Accidental yeah. magic. <laughs> Watch us make it. Listen to us, make it. Exactly. All right. So I think, I think we answered that question. Favorite. Yeah. Gem? Mine's quartz, yours is rose quartz. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then second favorite, mine's Jasper, yours is amethyst. And then we have a whole bunch of other stuff. And Veronica loves Egypt. All right. <laughs> did that one. Thank you for the sum up there. Thanks, Emily. That was great. And you're well, such a good listener, by the way. <laughs> thank you. I just, you know, I just don't want anybody to get lost here. You know, I want to make sure y'all are following along, follow along. So, uh, the next one is herb. Do you have a favorite herb? Like one that, that you use on your altar doing a spell? Yeah. I mean, right away, rosemary, boom. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to have my voice sound like that, <laughs> but I got very excited. Yeah. At first when we were talking about that, I was like, oh, that rosemary just popped in right away. And then yeah. I was like, no, that's it. And I was like, well, what about lavender? Cause then lavender's like, well, well don't forget about me. But I'm like, actually rosemary, your first and lavender, yeah. your second. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rosemary is definitely my number one. Yeah. There's yep. something about it that just, it's an, it's, I can see, I can taste that one too. It's, mm -hmm. and it feels very, um, tar, tarry, resiny. It's a very yeah, resiny lots of plant. resin. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's sticky and. I always think of rosemary for remembrance, Me too. Um, but it's also a clearing it to me. It also feels like a clearing herb, you know? Yes. It's very strong and pungent. It feels yes. like it, it is. So I feel like any plant that really is like that kind of has a clearing feeling to it because it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, guess what? Nothing else can exist, but me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it just like pushes everything out. Well, you it banished you all exactly. everything else. Everything must be rosemary. <laughs> yes. Totally. That's yeah. Rosemary is my number one. Now bay leaves are my number two. Oh. From the Laurel yes. Bay. That mm -hmm. makes sense. That also makes sense very resinous. Also very scented. Um, yeah, they definitely come rank high for me. Yeah. You know what? A bay is, yeah, bay's amazing. But lavender, yeah, no, lavender's definitely my second. Like is it? She is so soothing and gentle and bright too. At the same time, she just makes me happy, mm -hmm. you know, and my bees love her, like yes. just filling the whole bush. Just like, yeah, she's amazing. I'm like, oh, lavender. I'm, I need to go smell some right now. <laughs> yeah. We prepared with stones, but we didn't go get herbs. No, I didn't go get, yeah. And even then it's funny because, because the bees are going nuts on the lavender right now. I, I feel guilty if I pick any, yeah. like the, the last spell that I did for our group last week, I didn't even like, I didn't even pick lavender because I didn't want to take it from the bees. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Wow. I did. 
<laughs> I, I, I stole from the bees. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly because I don't think they would care if I took one sprig for crying out loud, but <laughs> you know, every yeah. bit of pollen counts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are there other plants over time that you've been really drawn to? Uh, basil, basil. Oh, uh-huh. It not only just, and I eat it like in the summertime, I eat it like crazy. I like put it on everything, even inappropriate things that you would be like, what? Like I'll, <laughs> I'll like put it in my cheese quesadilla and Christopher's like, what are you doing? <laughs> just adding a little love. It's like, oh my gosh, because it does, it is a strong flavor. You know, it does like basil is basil, but also I've, um, there is an old, I think I've said this in another podcast, but there is an old, um, kind of clearing brew oh, that yeah. has ba- basil and amethyst in it mm-hmm. that I think it's Louisa. Yeah. Louisa Tish. I think that was years ago. When we, uh, yeah. That's I don't who know. we learned it from. I don't know where yes. she learned it from, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I don't know where she got her recipe, but yeah, that, so basil also has a very, it feels very clearing to me as well. Mm-hmm. It's like a bright kind of yeah, definitely summery too. You know, it yeah. has that kind of warming summery kind of feel to it. Yes, totally. Yeah. Which is funny because you know where I go is a clove. Oh, wow. Yeah. Clove is a really strong one for me that I've come it's, back to. That's interesting. I like everything that's resinous and strong. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some I'm fur like, sap. I want it all. <laughs> that's so interesting because I'm like, eh. Not so much for the clove because yeah. clove is very strong. I know. It, like just a little dabble, do you? You know, I want it all. I don't want a little dab. I want see, the whole see, I, I'm you say clove and I'm like, oh, chamomile, you know? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever smelled chamomile essential oil? I sure have. It stinks so bad. Yeah. And you know what? There's some that's really amazing though. If you've tried blue chamomile, I know it is very different. It has a very different scent. It's it not, does, it doesn't smell like chamomile. Like when you dry no. your chamomile for your tea, no. it's no. so much more pungent no. than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually really like it, but some people don't. I don't love it. Yeah. The blue, cam, the blue chamomile smells really different and it's amazing to me, but, and it's also blue. So it's really magical. So right. like, <laughs> like blue tansy. Yeah. Also blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So favorite herbs. I use rosemary. I'm going to circle back to rosemary because yeah. I use it for pretty much everything. I feel like yep. it's a multi-purpose herb and you can eat it. Um, yep. It's very good in sourdough bread. Yes, it is. You know? <laughs> uh, and so Veronica and I vote rosemary in case you're looking for a one size fits all herb. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really, really does. I mean, it's clearing it's you know, browning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rosemary wins. Rosemary wins. Go rosemary. <laughs> All right. So the final, uh, the final one on our list is object. Is there an object in your magical cache that you use more than any other object or that you come back to again and again? You mean besides a pencil? Hey, it can be a pencil. It's just anything, something that you use on, on your altar or when you're doing a spell, like the yeah. one you use daily or often. Cause I have two things. I mean, I'm thinking 
not, I have a, I have a lot of family photos on my altar. So I feel like my ancestor altar is also my regular altar. Mm -hmm. So those are objects that I usually always put, but I also have another altar that I just created recently, which I really love. And sage. I mean, actually we didn't even talk about sage, but talk about sage, but that's an important one. Yeah. I I love white sage. Yeah. White sage is like, I'm looking like, oh yeah, that's on that altar. That's on that altar, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, some sort of artwork or picture. I always have, you know, have something like that. And I have a either matches or a lighter. I mean, none of that, that's all sounds very practical. (laughs) I mean, I think those are things I have on my altar too. My, my book of shadows is like yes. probably the thing I use the most, yes. uh, to catalog, to write, to journal even in, and then, uh, cards, whether they're Oracle yeah. or tarot cards, that's something I've got sort of all over the house Yep. and that I come back to almost daily in some way or another, um, to, to yep. play with, to, to go into whatever. Anyway, that's, <laughs> I, I would say that's, those are the objects that I tend toward. I totally agree. I'm like looking at, I like, oh yeah, my other altar over there, my altar here, definitely cards, white sage, a candle. Oh, a candle. Candle. Those are all on, on all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Candles are a big one for me too. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at all my stuff. I'm telling you, like it really changes the atmosphere when I light a candle. Completely. I yeah, agree. And I have special focus. candles that I use. I mean, I have all, I use regular candles too, when I run out of my special candles, but when I find a candle that I really love the scent of, or I really love the, just the energy of, I will buy many of those candles. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I just go through them and through them. I mean, I've got like yeah. a stack here of, uh, of tea lights that are made by Mortellus in different scents, but my favorite one is the ancestor scent and that I just, I burn it all the time. Wow. And when I start to get low, I start to panic. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they made Uh more and I can order more. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just lighting a candle. Like I had, I noticed I hadn't lit a candle. So I, I just, I I saw you do that. I I watched that happen. I thought I you had like, a candle lit at the beginning of this, but I think you were just Palo Santoing or something. I was. Yeah, yeah I was. You yeah. tricked me. <laughs> How did you know it was Palo Santo? That was incredible. Because it looked like a stick. Sense. Oh yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> because I can see you, even if everyone else cannot. It's not like you're oh, invisible. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Veronica's invisible. I'll have to deduce what she might be using. I can see the smoke and the item. Oh my gosh. You're a genius. This it's is true. amazing. It's true. <laughs> One of my gifts. I have eyes <laughs> that work amazing. Yeah. Which I feel That's... most fortunate about. Actually. Yeah. Seriously. That's yeah. something to be grateful for. Seriously. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Even so it my... sounds like we're, we're pretty practical witches here, you know, for our objects. Cause I think we yeah. are very practical yeah. riches. I think, well, I think that's kind of the thing about us is, and that's what I'm always trying to put out there is like, I'm a practical everyday witch. You know, I, yeah. I do have some cool, fancy stuff, but it's not necessarily the stuff that I use on the daily. 
Yeah, no. Um, the stuff I use on the daily is really simple. Yeah, like I have a cool like cinnamon stick wand that a mm-hmm. that a friend has given me. That's amazing, and I use that in ritual. But it's not on my altar. It's in a, on a special shelf with all my other special, special. altar altar items that don't you know they kind of need to they get dusted off at different rituals you know right it's like the section in my closets it's like my special ritual clothes that I rarely wear yeah exactly <laughs> you're like and I need to shake off my cloak because... yeah exactly <laughs> am I gonna wear that today <laughs> what about this sequined skirt hmm exactly <laughs> can't get rid of it because you might need it for some special ritual but I don't wear yeah. it every day. I mean, I think that's, that's like, we're talking about gems, herbs, and, you know, items. These are all the things that we do right. use right. very often, you know? And then yeah, I think the, the second part of the question was, you know, or when you're doing, you know, Spells what was it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and that's what's, different. What's your favorite, basically object on your altar or when you're doing a spell, the one you use daily often? So for, but I'll just speak to the spell thing for one second here, which is that varies based on the spell. So all the things we talked about are things I use on the regular in my practice, but they are, they may change according to what my, the intention of my spell is. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the, but those aren't as consistent because spell work changes. Yeah. So like, depending on what you're doing. So like we were, t- I was talking about my amethyst being healing. So I would use this maybe in my healing spell, but I might not, you know, use this in the fire spell that we just did. Right. Or an abundance spell. Exactly. Right. You might make a different choice. Yeah. I know. I was just thinking, I really wish that I had put some carnelian in my bundle for our fire spell that we just did. Oh. That would be really good. But I don't know if I have any small carnelian. So (laughs) I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Think about that one. I love it. Anyway, this is kind of an uh, awesome and interesting journey. Yeah. Thank you, listener, for your question. Yeah, these and... listener questions are kind of yeah. awesome. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted one. Um, if you are somebody who has submitted one to me on Instagram, I did try to reach out to everybody who, who submitted them, but some of you have things set on private. So I could not send you a message. So if you are somebody who are, who's like, I really wanted a sticker, but Emily hasn't reached out to me. Then you should email me at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net and send me your address and send me your Instagram handle. So I, I can confirm that it's you and I will send you a sticker. The witch next door podcast sticker. <laughs> Did you know, we also have shirts. We have witch next door shirts. We sure do. Yeah. I should reopen that store so that if people want a cool witch next door shirt or sweatshirt, they too can have one. Dude, I love my sweatshirt. Yeah, I do too. I wear mine all the time. It's <laughs> yeah. like I get home from work and I take off all my work clothes and I put on like comfy pants and my yep. hoodie, yep. my witch next door hoodie. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I'm chilling. It's actually a really comfortable cotton. I was like, yes. I, you know, you never know. You never know. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> but it is comfortable. I love, yeah. I love mine. And, uh, you know, then I'm just walking around my house advertising <laughs> I know, you're like in my house, hanging out in my house, pretty it's much like what amazing. I do. I'm at work or I'm at my house. <laughs> pretty much it. Sometimes I go to the grocery store, go for a yeah, walk. Your, your life is, um, 
pretty spectacular. Oh yeah. <laughs> I rage over here in bed by eight, you know, up at four reading the paper. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's real, man. That's what I do when I get up in the morning, I make my hot beverage and sit. Hold and- on. Is this like the paper on like on your cell phone or is it like the actual paper? It is a subscription to the actual paper that I read on my cell phone in order okay. to save trees. Okay. But yes, <laughs> I read the newspaper every day. Sometimes wow. fascinating and sometimes I just choke it down because I feel like I need to. <laughs> well, thank you for that bit of information. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. We're way off topic here. Way off topic. Let me circle back. Thank you, Veronica, for going down this rabbit hole with me. (laughs) Thanks, Emily. Um, This is really fun. Thank you, listener, for this fab question. And we will be back next week, maybe with more listener questions. We do have a couple left, Mm -hmm. maybe with some other topics so that we don't just blow these all at once. Uh, (laughs) You'll just have to tune in to find out what we decide. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, until next time, everybody keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by you can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe, right? And you can do all those things. You could just click the little stars, you know, and give us like some cold stars and we'll comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. It, That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. (laughs) There must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Anyway, so- do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.